I'm Hattie and welcome to Hattie Talks. Today I will be talking about the history of poison. The history of poison stretches from 4500 BC to modern day use. It was used all over the ancient world with reports from India, Egypt and Rome referencing the use of poison. It was originally used by tribes to secure the quick death of their prey or enemies. Since then, poison has frequently been used in antivenoms, weaponry, medicines and repellents. Arsenic is one of the most well-known poisons out there. It is considered to be both the king of poisons, due to its popularity, and poison of kings, as it has been used in so many murders of rulers, including Russian Prince Dmitry Shemyaka, who died after being poisoned with arsenic in 1453. Arsenic was undetectable until 1836, when the Marsh test came into use, meaning that trace evidence of arsenic could be found in liquids and foods. Arsenic gained prevalence in the 19th century, with a third of all criminal poisoning cases involving arsenic. It was used particularly by women wanting to kill their husbands. It went so far that in 1851, the House of Lords tried to pass a law forbidding women from buying it. Socrates, the Athenian philosopher, is one of the most famous poisoning victims of all time. He was found guilty of failing to honour the Athenian gods in corrupting the young. He was required to carry out his own execution by ingesting a deadly poison from the hemlock plant, which produces a slow death by gradually paralysing the central nervous system. As he died, he was surrounded by his friends and students, who wept as preparations were made for his death. When the time came, he drank the poison willingly and followed the guard's instructions to walk around until his legs became paralysed. The poison slowly spread to his heart and he died soon after. He died in 399 BC, leaving no written works behind. His death has had a huge and continuous impact on Western culture. His death is believed to have had the same effect on society as Jesus, who he is often compared with, due to their aligned beliefs in righteousness, and how they both aim to inspire people to think for themselves and use knowledge for the good of others. Rasputin is another famous poisoning victim. He was a Russian mystic and self-proclaimed holy man who befriended the family of Nicholas II, who was the last emperor of Russia. Due to his connections, he gained considerable influence in late imperial Russia, gaining himself many enemies. A group of conspirators led by Prince Felix Yusupov befriended Rasputin and invited him to Yusupov's palace for dinner. Once he was there, he was fed two cakes and a glass of wine laced with enough potassium cyanide to kill a dozen men. However, he showed no reaction. Yusupov was shocked and grabbed his browning pistol from the room next door. He then proceeded to shoot Rasputin in the chest. Rasputin dropped to his knees and when he was approached, he took hold of Yusupov's shoulder and repeated his name over and over again. Terrified, Yusupov ran outside, followed by a crawling Rasputin, who was shot again twice in the back by accomplices. He was then tied up and carried inside where he was beaten, rolled in a carpet and thrown into a nearby river. He was discovered a few days later, and the autopsy found lots of water in his lungs and announced the cause of death as drowning. But, how did he survive being poisoned, shot and beaten? It is impossible to acquire an immunity to potassium cyanide or build up a tolerance due to the way that potassium cyanide acts by inhibiting respiration. It is most likely that the potassium cyanide was stored for a long time in air and sunlight causing the poison to react with carbon dioxide and decompose into cyanocarbonate, a harmless substance. It is much simpler to explain how he survived being shot three times by a pistol. The type of pistol and calibre of the bullets meant that the gun was very ineffective at producing lethal wounds. Even a direct shot to the heart would probably not have been fatal. 
The beating didn't kill him because it is actually quite difficult to fatally injure without planned and deliberate blows. Poison has played a large role in the history of the world and remains a popular weapon with 0.33% of men and 2.5% of women who commit murders using it. It is frequently considered a woman's weapon, which is statistically true, with female murderers being seven times more likely to choose poison as their murder weapon of choice. Thank you for listening to Hattie Talks. I hope you enjoyed it and found it informative. This podcast will have a new episode published every Sunday, so keep an eye out. Thank you.